Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Becky Lynch is a heel! I'm Ollie Davis. This is not Luke Owen. <laughs> not doing that storyline again. <laughs> Support WrestleTalk! Donate on Patreon. Becky Lynch is a heel! I'm Ollie Davis. This is El Fakador Laurie Blake. Welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Smackdown Review Edition where... Last night, after SummerSlam, after Becky Lynch attacked Charlotte after their three-way WWE SmackDown Championship match, where everyone thought, hey... That might not have been a full heel turn for Becky. It kind of looked like a badass thing. Like she's finally had enough of Charlotte's entitled nonsense. And Charlotte's the villain here. It was a fairly fairly justified beatdown. Yeah. But, oh no, that is not what we were doing, apparently. Well, I was still holding out hope. So they're building this, you know, Becky's going to explain her actions, which is one of the more overdone uh, stay tuned for later things in WWE and Becky comes out to do her promo and she starts off good yeah it was it was like the actual the initial stuff of saying like I was prepared for this I thought I was going to be the champion I fought really hard just to get this one-on-one match with Carmella who I feel like it would be very easy to get a one on one. Realistically, yeah. it should be very easy to get a one on one match you've just got to beat Carmella you've just got to yeah, which could, is very easy if you can beat Carmella then you get a title shot easy peasy and then Charlotte turns up and she inserts herself into it. And I was annoyed, but I was ready to beat Charlotte and prove to everyone that I am a deserving SmackDown champion and I am not just Charlotte's mate. And then is when it turns and she suddenly starts going, however, you're yeah. all shouting along with me now, but there weren't any boycotts on the night. There weren't any hashtags. There weren't any this, that. The classic heel annoy the WWE universe move that WWE like to do that doesn't necessarily work because everyone's sort of just going yeah, but we wanted to see the match anyway like, yeah, we, you know. we wanted to we, we but we did there. still want to we did still want to see it <laughs> it's 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 lazy in my opinion yeah. they do this all the time uh, Randy Orton decided to turn on the fans in his promo mm. when he ter- when he explained his heel attack on Jeff Hardy uh, when he returned about you know a month ago now and at the time, me and Luke were both like, well, you know, you could just say that I'm turning into the young guy killer rather than the legend killer of old. I'm going to take out all these people mm. who are trying to take my spot. There's, you don't need to do this lame, cheap heat by going, it was the fans who turned their back on me. Because it's demonstrably false. 
Everyone was really behind Becky Lynch. Everyone went nuts when she beat up Charlotte as well. Yeah. Like everyone was like, there were yes chants across the board. People were like going crazy for it. It's like, if you did that and then you heard that, you were there, Becky. You heard what happened. You can't then turn around and go like, no one had my back. No one cared. It's like, everyone was like, yeah, yeah. And everyone yeah. booed Charlotte when she picked up the belt. Like, you were so over. <laughs> one of the more over it was one of the yeah. loudest pops of the night in a baby face good way not a wow. we just wanted to see it's a revision it's way. revisionist history yeah. becky it's your north own... korea yeah. right now it's 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 not even the story you're telling so you, i guess you can get away with that argument if you're a delusional heel mm. and you're like well and the fans were on the side well you were never on my side no one's on my side that's my character but that's not Becky's character. No. Becky's character is I'm this plucky underdog and I keep on scrapping away and, you know, Charlotte's taking it one step too far. I had the match mm. won. Granted, she didn't actually cheat. That's the confines of a three-way match. But, you know, you can be justifiably upset because the argument is Charlotte mm. shouldn't have been in that match in the first place. She was she was robbed is what she... Yeah. Like, and, but justifiably so. She felt like she had fought really hard for this. Like Her actual heel reason for being a heel is just that I was dicked on because of reasons, you know. What? Like it's not like there's it's it, nothing has happened that she she hasn't cheated. She hasn't done anything to become a heel. She's just had a very frustrating circumstance happen to her, and now she's cross. And most importantly, the fans didn't tweet enough. Yeah, that was it. There was a bit where she said, you know, there was no give Becky a chance. Uh, hashtag trending on Twitter. You got to start a hashtag, yeah. Becky. You start it beforehand. Which now has, apparently, yeah. <laughs> has trended uh, after the fact. But Becky said that, but she had to qualify herself after mm. that. Again, I mean, there were tweets, actually, though. Like, there were actually tweets. Thank you very much for that. But you didn't believe in me enough. Yeah. It was so hokey and forced. Her performance, great. Lynch is yeah, a very good promo. Really good promo yeah. And uh, the rest of this segment was actually very well played out. But it's just, it's the wrong decision. So no. we're in a we're in a position right now where Becky Lynch, one of the more over performers on SmackDown, is a heel, and Roman Reigns, one of the like the most over heels, is a face on Raw. Mm. It's WWE. They say that they listen to their fans. Triple H even said it before NXT Takeover last Saturday in this conference call interview he did that WWE do listen to their fans. Duly noted. It might take us a while, but eventually we do mm. change. Uh, be, and but no, they don't because this is this isn't just the fans getting behind Becky. The WWE have booked a storyline where Lynch has been robbed and then made her the heel. Yeah, yeah, it's like well, where's she could still. I mean, she could literally be the same character without saying you all left me behind. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and she should just go. I'm not even. I'm not even in this for the title anymore. I am just going to destroy Charlotte. It doesn't. It doesn't even matter anymore. The title, like we've, we, I'm past that point yeah. now. Like I've given up uh, trying to get a chance in this company because you're just going to give it to Charlotte Flair because of her heritage. So now I'm just going to destroy Charlotte Flair. Great heel move. Doesn't require doing something that feels out of character. Just says I'm just going to prove myself now by beating Charlotte. Doesn't matter if it's for the title or whatever. Like I would have on. much preferred that. Yeah. Uh, but I would say that wouldn't come across as a heel thing. But I, if well, she I did know, that, it wouldn't. But it, it would, would come across he... as a badass babyface kind mm. of thing. Um, and but I'm not against that. Like you could have a badass babyface in Becky Lynch and a sort of badass heel or babyface as well in Charlotte. Yeah, it doesn't. That's yeah. an interesting story to tell. It doesn't always have to be a babyface and a heel. No, I guess no, this no. is the thing WWE continually forget. Is like it, it doesn't have to be such a black and white 
like one one person has to be mm. completely Machiavellian while the other person is just like I'm just here for my family or whatever it is you know it just yeah it it can just be two people like you know it kind of felt like that that's what they tried to do with the Asker thing and then that obviously went places yeah it it seemed that the <laughs> the the line against the fans was just WWE's way to say oh by the way we definitely see her mm. as this she's definitely a heel character to us no matter what you chant. Like, yeah. that's what that line is. And that's another thing WWE always say, the, the Road Dogs and the Triple H's and the Stephanie's. This isn't a world of bad guys and good guys anymore. This is all shades of grey. Mm. Well, then why are you pushing Becky Lynch as against the fans then? It's mm. it's baloney. Uh, it's just total baloney. <laughs> total, <laughs> total baloney. The strongest words you could come up oh, with. Baloney. Pardon my oh, French. Absolute ham sandwiches. Baloney. <laughs> um, yeah, it just... And because then now I just feel like the resolution to this entire thing is going to be that Charlotte wins again. You know, I just don't think they're going to... I think this all becomes part of the building Charlotte's star again in time yeah. and time for another WrestleMania match, maybe a champion v champion kind of deal with Ronda Rousey somewhere down the line. Who knows? But I now it's just being everyone gets sucked up into the vortex of pushing one or two people, and yeah. this I think potentially Becky could be the victim of that here. On the show though, they they then so Charlotte does come out after Becky cuts her promo and says, "Oh, the fans," and then Charlotte comes out, takes off the belt gloats with it for a bit which i thought was a bit heavy. she was like oh this i yeah, thought she yeah. looked cool it looked cool but i thought it was a bit i thought that was a bit of a i think that was a badass baby yeah. face and then thing. she chucks it down takes a jacket off runs in the ring and it's a pull apart brawl on the largest heels so she kind of like yeah she hopped she she bounced from mm. side to side on those massive shoes that she always wears because she's not tall enough already no she's not that's already man already the tallest woman alive yeah and she gets in there they have a a brawl um, every time Becky's on top, laying in the punches, the crowd are cheering. Every time Charlotte gets mm. on top, boo! <laughs> so this is a, a smarter audience, as they say in the biz, because it is New York. It is the travelling crowd for the big SummerSlam show. So, But I, I don't think this is going to go away. I think this is going to be a, a positive fan reaction for Becky mm. everywhere they go for the next couple of months. She was. Uh, it, it felt like her moment going into SummerSlam and yeah it just feels a bit hokey to have it robbed yeah and then to and then and then to turn around and be like oh no she's a heel now because fans oh you turned your back you, there on was me. no hashtags it's your fault I've got yeah. 130 characters or whatever it is for 280 is, is it, it now I think 280 they, they definitely doubled it <laughs> uh, well they, they definitely added more characters I don't know I'm new to Twitter uh, so yeah Paige then comes out and is like go and break them up and a few referees but mainly the women's division run down and they there's more of them, them on apart. Smackdown from the looks yeah. of it yeah seems like it one of whom being Asuka yeah seeing Asuka in this relegated role yeah not even getting an Iconics or Absolution match on this show no I feel like sad. Asuka <laughs> Asuka could have just solved it on her own really I feel like she'd just gone off you go, Asuka. Asuka yeah. resolves the brawl yeah. on her yeah, own. She's the enforcer. Yeah. Uh, and no Bellas. <laughs> no Bella twins not here. appeared for this one. Not, not on this bit, no. No, but they will happen. Say their name and they will appear. 
But before we get into the full Smackdown review, hey, Fagador, do you want to hold my bell? Sure. Cheers, man. Shake it's my a very, hand. a very shiny bell that you've got here. Oh, I wouldn't say that. It's very rusty. Big red shiny bell. Yeah. So this is to thank all the people who've pledged to WrestleTalk's Patreon uh, this month. $25 Luke usually does this bit $25 a month or more Patreons get inducted into the WrestleTalk Hall of Fame for this month and you get a bell you get a, you cl- get a ring you get a clang a clang on Ollie's bell it's a Hall of Fame ring on my bell so uh, thank you the $100 man CD Holver thank you Adam and the Anthony Bergeron because it's like Adam and the Ants isn't it Adam, I'll do it again with a pause. Yeah, right? do you want to? Adam and the Ant, Tony Bergeron. I hope he knows who they are. I th- they might just be a British, if he's American and they're a British act. So uh, we came up with a few of these. Luke usually comes up with the names. See if he can spot <laughs> the better ones. Arnie K, the K stands for the coolest dude ever. Asker's future husband and EFO one-man wrecking crew, Skin Trade. So that, wasn't, that was the guy who requested that name. It's, I EO, don't think, it's actually EOF, one man yeah, cracking crew. I don't think Luke can't even read. Come, That's come up with that. <laughs> Big Ben Spires, the craftsman Blake Carpenter, great first name. Britain's next top model, Phil Stopford. Brett the Hitman, Matthew Williams. That was one of ours. We came up with that. Brian Huntley Hurst Helmsley. That was another one. Yes. The Big Red Machine, Kane Grant. Another one. We googled your name, how to say it, because it's not spelt like Kane, but that's what all the pronunciation videos came back as. Charlotte the Cox Block. That was yours. Boom. Boom. So Charlotte Cox. Uh, We made it a funny. Thank you to Infinite Crisis, Chris Jenkins. I want to be like you, Chris Louie. Let's have a drink, Christopher Travis Merriman. Killer Chris Phillips. Christopher The Rock Johnson. You you clanged over me saying that. We'll do it again. You get a second clang. I'll put my hand in the way. Christopher The Rock Johnson. Ah. <laughs> this has gone really well. Uh, Courtney Villainous Havoc Summers. The Mayor of Painesville, Dan. He's also got several names. He's also Real Dan's Dan. Which is... A Real Dan's Dan. Yeah, a Real Dan's Dan. Randy Danny Richardson. David Hendrix's God, Mackenzie. I don't, apparently that's a reference to something. I don't... Yeah. To what? Luke came up with that one. Uh, dig on to Dead the Pool Warrior. Dive Dylan Kishita. So that's actually dot, 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 dive. Dot, 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 dive. Dylan, Dylan Kishita. You should just write dot, dot, dot. They drew first blood, not me, Grace Rambo. And you sold out, Jay Sellers. So if you want to get a shout-out, go over to WrestleTalk's Patreon page, where, excitingly, we're not that far off from our next our next goal. Mm. 750 Patreons will make NXT reviews happen on this channel. It'll be Laurie and Luke every week doing NXT. In a ramble format. Yeah, that'll be fun. That will be so fun. So we are 30 Patreons away from that from happening. So, yeah, what, what, are you, what are you waiting for, as Michael Cole always says about the WWE Network? Better than watching Raw and quicker NXT reviews. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny System, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny System with code PERFECTMANNY20 at olivenjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at olivenjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. The full episode of SmackDown opened with Miz and Maurice walking out, very morose, mm. looking like they had, you know, sort of a redness around the Morose was his other wife. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, French Canadians, strange names. <laughs> and they come down, and Miz, I didn't realise this until you pointed it out before we came in here. Miz cuts this promo announcing his retirement, and you said... These are verbatim the exact words he's, that Daniel yeah, so Bryan. He's quoting. Did. So he comes out and he says something happened, uh, and it's with a heavy heart and great sadness, or words to that effect. And these are the exact. These are the words that Daniel Bryan used from all. And you've seen it on all of the promos to build up to SummerSlam. Like he's quoting Daniel Bryan. The crowd are super into the idea of Miz retiring, and I don't think they're necessarily. On like getting that it's the Brian reference, picking up on the subtleties, yeah, um, and then yeah, then he goes and says, "I'm retiring from ever facing Daniel Bryan again because I beat him at SummerSlam." It was a great. It was swerve. really good, and it was it was really well, it was well acted for mm. you know it was it, it's it was a good callback. It was well acted. I really enjoyed all of this bit. Yeah, Miz and Brian. I have. To, I feel like they're leading the charge on this, feud. or maybe they've got a Ryan mm. Ward or a really good producer. For their storyline, because it's the, the the attention to detail is really really smart. Unfortunately, it's sometimes overshadowed by "I'm going to chuck a baby at you." Well, yeah, it seems like every time they get they start off all of these promos and all of these things happen, and it's brilliant and it's really well done. And there's all these callbacks and all of this inter, interweaving thread of plot, and then they get to the end and they just go, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> every yeah. Single, oh, every single time they just they and here again. It is fumbled mahusively. Yeah, so uh, Miz, Miz does that, and then Brian comes out, 
and just keep then, shouting coward. Yeah, Miz is also building up how he's got the hardest punch in <laughs> WWE, which is really funny because of course it was the brass knucks he won by, not through any physical fist strength. King Canucks. And Brian cuts a pretty good line. He comes out, you know, he says coward, like you mm-hmm. recalled, and then he says, "You're nothing but a wannabe Hollywood star cosplaying as a wrestler." And Maurice is like, well, you should change your name to Daniel Bella. As soon as she said that, I was like, she's goddamn here, isn't she? Because if you say their name, they appear. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at the moment. (laughs) You cannot move for Bella Bella Twins on WWE TV. So that happens. And then... In, like I had this sort of flashback before it happened, like a spidey sense that something terrible was going to happen. <laughs> and then it hit. <laughs> Do you think, I've always thought this, but I haven't, I haven't actually been running this channel since Brie Bella's been properly active. Mm. Like, so I never got to do this, but... She, it sounds like she's in slow motion. She wrestles like she's in slow motion. She kind of speaks like she's in like on point eight speed. And that intro to her music is just like, don't get excited. That's that's <laughs> all it says to me. Like you, you think of like the first hit of a wrestler's entrance music, the glass shattering for Stone yeah, Cold. Yeah, yeah. If you smell, that's something that's meant Burn to make you excited. It Burn yeah. it down. Yeah. But not very The record scratch for Dog No. Yeah, maybe not that one. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's in. Uh, <laughs> so that's happening. I'm I the- thought I thought initially as well when they came out and they said, Danny Bryan said he'd spoken to Paige. So so Brie comes out and runs down and goes for Maurice. Miz gets in the way, so she hits him anyway, and then they sort of chase them out of the ring. And then Daniel Bryan gets on the mic and says he's spoken to Paige. And what's going to happen is that at Hell in a Cell there is going to be a match between Daniel Bryan and the Miz. Good. But it's not just us two. Okay, who else? What other wrestlers going to be in there? It's Brie Bella and Maurice. Mm. I initially thought that it would be a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, what to keep the wives away? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I just, I just would have enjoyed that. <laughs> is that the reason Hell in a Cell is happening? Just to keep the Bellas away from ringside? Yeah, that's it. So they can't, they can't get in on whatever Ronda Rousey's doing. Yeah. So this, this is happening. Uh, the second encounter of Miz and Brian is going to be a mixed gender tag match with their respective wives, which is, you know, it's like you look at long term storytelling. Maybe there's an argument to this mm. where you can extend the singles feud by having stipulations like this in between to kind of keep the, the plate spinning. But for me, if you're going to do that, it's got to be interesting and exciting and something I want to see. And I have no interest. I have negative interest mm. in seeing Maurice or Brie Bella wrestle again. I don't I'm, care how much Brie Bella's improved. I'm just saying, I made a video how WWE will screw up the feud between Daniel Bryan and The Miz, and it was all, admittedly, very stupid ideas. One of them was that most of it will play out, including their wives, on reality television. This is almost that. Yeah. If anything that I said in that video comes true, I'm king of booking yeah well king of king of terrible the booking. king of terrible booking it's uh, that's the next new japan uh, tournament <laughs> king of king of terrible booking king of terrible booking terrible booking king yeah a massive trophy uh i i am i'm not looking forward to this i just every every new development 
and the last couple of days about the Brian Miz feud is making me more and more depressed about how badly mm. Brian's return from retirement has been botched. We talked about this in the SummerSlam mm. review, how Brian returns after two years out. This is this is a privilege to have this man back in the ring. And he's in that lame match with Shane McMahon and Owens and Zayn at WrestleMania. <coughs> the big Cass feud. Now, the Miz, the Miz feud is good. Like, that's what I would have gone out the gate with, mm. just to get that out of the way and then put him in the title picture. But now it's this is going to go on forever. I think uh, I read somewhere that Super Showdown, it's been announced them two for a number one contender shot of the title. That's good. Like, yeah, that's you know, something. At least it leads somewhere, and that's, that's not too far away, I guess. Two months away. Yeah, I guess it's not, you know, it's a shame. And I think it's, and it also becomes partly sort of stuck in the what's he, what's happening with the contract he hasn't re-signed but it's even weirder in this scenario to then to book him so badly and then to let him literally at SummerSlam say oh my whole return's been a bust all this stuff like and then and then in interviews outside of the company and outside of kayfabe he's saying what what makes you think this company could book this feud yeah long term blah 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 like the number of f's that Daniel Bryan gives is negative like, why should he give any no. else if this is what's happening i just it's maybe it's another way to spin off a brie maurice feud at evolution i don't know I oh just, cool yeah i'm into it yeah so i just maurice will be resting five months after she gave birth which is quite impressive a quite impressive feat but overall I, <laughs> i've got no interest in seeing this match <laughs> it's yeah brie <laughs> Next up, we had Randy Orton taking on Jeff Hardy, your favourite mm-hmm. matchup. Of oh yeah, times. and we got before the match happened, we got a bit of Jeff backstage being spooky, doing yeah. his thing that I absolutely hate. Hey, uh, you see these eyes? They're not my real eyes. Oh, got oh. you again. He looked like um, he must be a great uncle. He looked like he was in Wicked yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah, which uh, is funny because he defies gravity. <laughs> so I d- yeah, Wicked was a Broadway thing wasn't it, mm-hmm. before it was here. We don't have to explain that to all American viewers. After the co- So this started before a commercial break, and it, when it comes back, Orton is going for Jeff's ear piercing again, which is still grotesque. And then Strange that makes, fetish to have. Yeah, Jeff snaps, better than shaking hands, allegedly. <laughs> Jeff snaps and gives Randy a low blow, mm. which is what you get for hanging out with Nakamura too much. It's quite a painful looking one as well. It's a proper stomp, isn't it? Yeah, stomp Randy's he, on he, his so back. He holds him up like mm-hmm. he's going to do his normal leg drop thing, which also is a low blow, I guess. Yeah, like, I've never understood how yeah, that works. The, the, the rules for low blows the are very... Yeah, well. yeah, and then he... But he actually just stamps him. Mm. Uh, and then it turns Kick into sort of... Dick. And then it's an outside brawl. And then I was like... As soon as they went outside, I was like, oh, Jeff's going to do something stupid, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. And I was like... But I also thought... Potentially, this could be Orton's punishment for whatever he's allegedly done backstage. Like, I, this is the sort of thing that WWE like to do: is send someone out and have them get beaten on mm. for whatever reason backstage. And like, this felt like that because it just didn't feel like Orton's not really done anything since he's returned, and it feels too soon to have Jeff Hardy suddenly snap and beat him up. Yeah, it felt to me like a blow off. Like, this yeah, is the yeah. baby face getting their own back. I guess he lost the actual match, so you can continue mm. it there. Uh, I, I fully expect this feud to carry on and on and on. Yeah. But it's it's actually <laughs> been quite a weird booking since Orton's come back. That first angle was very, very good. Mm. But ever since it's been, you know, 
sometimes Randy comes out and just watches people creepily. Other times he, yeah, he goes goes for it. It's yeah, it's not super engaging stuff. I feel no, and it, and it, yeah, and then this was just an excuse to have Jeff jump off something. Swanton bomb through a table. I'm working quite dinged up at the moment, actually. Oh, are you, Jeff? So what are you going to do about it? Oh, I'm just going to jump off a thing onto the concrete. That's cool, the toned cool, down version. Cool, cool, man. If if he was fully healthy, it'd be flinging himself off the tops of the Titans run. So the this other thing, is I, the, scale the other version. weird little thing I noticed about Jeff's gear, besides looking like he's from Wicked, he, mm. you know, he's normally got his little tassel thing hanging out of his pocket. Oh yeah, it was really long this week, and it mm. had it was like a white one with lots of little bobbles in it and it looked like a little prisoner had escaped from his pocket and tied their bed sheets together and like climbed out i have to make my own fun in i have to make my own fun in jeff hardy matches (laughs) next up we had renee young interviewing debar backstage and that was a great accent and gallows and anderson interrupted dressed weirdly i always feel like gallows and anderson are walking in from a show and an in joke that i am not privy to (laughs) yeah because they've always got something fun going on. I'm like, they look like they're having fun. I think because they I have knew to, what it was about. It's because they have to spend two hours a week hanging around an arena, not doing anything. Yeah. Like, well, just <laughs> everything. I imagine if you watch every single WWE.com clip, you'd be like, Haha, Gallows and Anderson from the fun they were having earlier. Mm. But when they actually come onto mainstream continuity, it's just a bit like confusing. So they're dressed all in black baffling. suits and silly glasses, and they set up a match for next week. Maybe for Nia Jax, mm. if the Gallows Jax <laughs> love story is anything. Well, it could be for the number proper. one contendership, I guess, is the sort of. Because that's what the bar were hinting at in the promo they started yeah. cutting. They were saying, uh, we want dibs on whoever wins out of the Bludgeons and New Day mm. later tonight. And then Galanderson interrupts and sets up the match. So it could turn into a number one contendership kind of thing, which would be cool. Yeah, I de- definitely. The, the bar and the New Day, when they had that match. To face the Bludgeon Brothers it, mm. it was was great, so I don't mind those. That's it would also one be of nice to see Gil Anderson back in the title picture. Yeah, as well. yeah, but they rather need... than just wearing big glasses backstage and doing accents. They were only in the title picture two months ago. I know, yeah, but it they, feels well, like a long time. I don't want to see them back in the title picture for a while. I want to see them slowly be built up mm. and make me want to see them in the title picture beyond them just being those guys from New Japan that we used to like and who haven't done anything since. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so come to WWE, they said. <laughs> It'll be good, they said. <laughs> it's great over here, Balor said. NXT's amazing. <laughs> I'm sure they'll yeah, they'll definitely make you do NXT. Yeah, first. they'll book you. They'll book you as well as they book me. Yeah. It's fine. You can have a nice run with like, said, the revival said, and DIY. I've told Vince how great you are. Yeah. He says he hasn't even heard of Japan. Yeah. I, I, he said, I'm going to be the Universal Champion soon. It'd be, it'd be fantastic. Uh, so Peyton Royce took on Naomi next in a, in, in a fine match. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked uh, Peyton Royce's finisher. The, it was like a fisherman perfect plex thing. She hooked the leg. Yeah, it was so very a fisherman good. suplex isn't just a regular one. Is it a it, she kind of did a T-bone version of it, though. Yeah, yeah I liked it. Uh, I like. So, I like. Sure got she's got some cool. Mo- I like all the sort of gymnastics stretches and stuff that, and the chokes and stuff that she does. In I the like, corner. Where yeah, she, yeah, yeah. I really like that. I like. I like the fact that Naomi was trying to look really serious at the beginning of this match. This is a match that was set up. I think didn't Naomi cut a promo or something on WWE now or probably some like it was on Twitter and then Peyton retweeted it with a comment saying, "Oh, that's really nice. I've asked Paige we're having a match." Blah blah blah. blah. 
and then yeah Naomi was trying to look really serious about this feud that's been set up on the internet um but obviously it's Naomi so she's got she's pulling serious face but her eyes have been painted orange she's wearing bright green it, yeah. <laughs> it's not easy to take seriously no and uh, such so. a heated feud I'm going to do a, a split leg drop on you boom that was I think the first move of the match so yeah Billy Kay caused some distraction at ringside and Pey- Peyton Royce won uh, did you notice the Dave Meltzer barb at the start here off the back of the controversy about Peyton Royce last week. What did they say? So uh, Meltzer was, in my opinion, sort of misinterpreted for his comments that Roy, uh, Royce was lighter in NXT. Mm. Uh, a lot of people took that to mean that she's put on more weight since. I think it was quite clear when he said it that he was talking about her breast enlargement surgery. Dave Meltzer infamously hates uh, plastic bosoms and he has got very strong opinions yeah it's weirdly one of like the most consistent <laughs> things he's a, against a hell of a hang-up to have <laughs> you should read these attitude era wrestling observer newsletters there it's just trashing the women for having big plastic boobs but he's got two long columns about it. yeah <laughs> when royce walks out Corey graves goes i followed her from nxt and i thought she's never looked better so that was obviously a a, a sort of barb there in the Meltzer direction. Uh, good old Corey Graves. He had, some, he had some good ones in this. He had a good one about uh, Jeff Hardy when he said mm. he was he was within a fifth eyelash of winning the title back. Nice. Uh, Corey's great. Corey is very good. Uh, the New Day next were backstage. Biggie had some good comedy where he was he was being taped up by a guy. He was like, "Thanks, Jim, John, whatever your name is," and the guy walks off. And Kofi and Xavier come in and say, "How are you feeling, man?" How's the ribs? And Biggie produces some ribs that he's eating and goes, oh, I like it, like it a bit saltier usually, or or sweet and sour sauce or something. And I go, no, you big donk, your, your actual ribs, your actual ribs. Oh yeah, they they hurt pretty bad. I can't come out of the match tonight. <laughs> so that was good. And Kofi said, Hey, Brooklyn, that's where we are. That's where we started our longest ever mm-hmm. record-breaking title reign. And I wanted to say. But it's also kind of where you didn't win the titles last night either. Gutted. Yeah. So that's that was building for the main event. Then we got the Becky Lynch promo, which we've already had. Good and bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that everything on this show was pretty good, I thought. Yeah. It but was, like, yeah. Pretty good to very entertaining. But sometimes they also had the, why are you doing that mm. element? Speaking of stuff we already had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good segue. Yeah. Rusev and Lana took on Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. Uh, why not just do this match at SummerSlam on the pre-show or don't do it on the pre-show and just do it here? I thought this one was much better than the pre-show I one. I agree, though. yeah. Like, there was less focus on uh, Vega and um, Lana. Lana being in the ring together. Yeah. Uh, but even when they were, there was some actually quite cool stuff. I thought Vega did, because uh, Andrade does his draping arm uh, ringer thing over the ropes mm. in the corner. Vega did a sort of version of that on the middle rope, where she sort of went tranquilo and, and hooked her leg round and was dragging Lana's face back into the ropes. That looked really painful. Yeah. And that was quite cool. I've not seen something like that before. Um, yeah, there was and there was a fair bit of like back and forth here. It felt like it was anyone's game, and then it looked like it was all over when um, Almas hits the uh, the knees and then goes to hit the hammerlock, but gets thrown off, and then Vega comes in, confronts Rusev. Uh, Lana Spears Vega taking her out of the picture 
In the meantime, Andrade's detailed notes for this yeah. match. In the meantime, Andrade's this I just wrote down what happened at the end. <laughs> in the meantime, Andrade's gone outside and he's got a chair. But who stops him using the chair? Aiden English. Yay. Yay. He finally got it right after trying to save Rusev or Lana over the last three or four weeks. He actually stopped. He actually interfered in a good way for once. He stopped the heel from cheating, stole the chair. Almas walks in straight into an accolade and taps. Boom. So that was good. I, I enjoyed this match. I enjoyed the finish mm. because it was it was interesting. I, I yeah. wish this is what we got on the pre-show. Uh, and <coughs> Rusev and Lana, they didn't celebrate with English. English was on the ramp going, you know, smiling at them, saying, oh, I'm your buddy I'm still. always here for you. Yeah, and Rusev was like, yeah. You're a good friend. So hopefully, yeah. they you're can, not allowed they back in the forward. ring, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not that much. You're not yeah, on Rusev. Stay. Uh, then we had Nakamura in a little promo. Don't you mean Nakamerica? Nakamerica, the United States of Nakamerica, is what he has rechristened the country, seeing that he is the U.S. champion. I think that's a great gimmick. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Nakamerica. I like, I like, I like, yeah. yeah, But I mean, this is the classic promo. This is sort of the classic character they always do with any foreign US champ is I'm now the hero of America. Kevin Owens did the exact same thing, the face of America thing, which was great for a very short while. Yeah. Like, uh, and it only lasted a very short while. But yeah, this is kind of their go-to stance with the US belt. I think it will work for Nakamura though. I think it's he's obnoxious enough that I think it's going to work. He's so good and so oozing with charisma mm. that he has been able to make all of his heel bits work so far. Mm. Even like he got the low blow over really, really well. Uh, next up, we had my favourite bit of the night by a long, long way. Yeah, Might be my favourite bit of the whole week, even above the Shield reunion. Really? Yes. When are you starting your week? On Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Yeah, yeah so not say or take. We're not not we're takeover. Not, yeah, yeah, fine. Takeover last week. From from when SummerSlam. All of takeover was the best bit of last week. From when SummerSlam took it to another level. That other level is where I'm I'm oh. taking it from. Yeah, that's the start of the week. Sunday, <laughs> but people take Sunday as the start of the week. Sometimes. Yeah, no, they obviously do. So AJ Styles is at, at the top of the entrance ramp doing this interview with Renee Young on a special stage, mm, which is. The only time I've seen them do this before is when Big Cass did that that promo that didn't stop for 15 minutes and was apparently one of the reasons he got released because he was just like, yeah, well, I, I don't want to read the script. I'm just going to I'm going to freestyle it a bit. And he, he went on forever because of that. Uh, and yeah, but it was it was great because AJ cuts his quite serious promo saying the next time Joe mentions Wendy's name, which is his wife, I'm going to rip his heart out. As soon as he says that, a little hand <laughs> comes up from under the <laughs> ramp and drags AJ off, chokes him out, and Joe looks into the camera, grabs the camera lens, and screams, "Ooh, Wendy!" It was great. Yeah. He said, "He said um, we've been all been making promises this evening, and uh, promised Daddy's coming home for bedtime. Well, looks like he's already gone night night, and he picks up." The yeah. unconscious AJ Styles and holds him to the camera and then just puts him down and walks off. It's yeah. so good. Yes. This is, I can't believe I've done such a 180 on this feud mm. after being like, the letter, come on. Uh, I, I love it now. 
AJ and Joe is is awesome. They had a I, great Joe, match. Joe just needs to be let talk, doesn't he? I just see yeah. he's so good. Like uh, I was watching the pre-show for SummerSlam, and he did cut a couple of pro- he cut a promo on that. They had a, an actual interview of him. He's unbelievable. Mm. Like he just they kept trying to interrupt to ask the questions they were like being prompted to ask. Yeah, and he was just going, and he, they just couldn't because there was no break in what he was saying that was like oh this would be a good place to insert a question from Booker T like while Joe just cuts this amazing promo on AJ Styles it's, he's so unbelievably good it's because he feels authentic yeah it's like he he seems legitimately tough guy like mm. the, the Miz I'm not scared of the Miz in real life mm. I, I you know I'm sure he could totally kick my ass most people could but Samoa Joe I'm scared when he's just on the camera yeah because he he genuinely seems like a tough guy who you can believe in for, as an ass kicker. When I saw him live, I've only seen him live once. I was amazed at how tall he is. Yeah. I like, because I always thought, you know, X Division, surely they're not that tall. But he, yeah, he's like over six foot and enormous. Yeah. In that big Samoan build way. Love Joe. It's my favourite thing in WWE right now, AJ and Joe. I think the, uh, he also always, he was, he's always sweating. Mm. And that's part of, like, I think that also ups the intensity of, yeah, like, definitely. Joe's look is that he's always just dripping wet, going, uh, Next up, we had Carmella and Paige backstage. Brilliant. Carmella just lost her SmackDown women's title. She might as well have moonwalked in here. She was smiling and like, hey, Paige, give me that, that rematch that I want against Charlotte. Mm. I guess she does have a clause, though, so that's probably... That's why she's so happy. Yeah, that's fine. Like oh, She didn't even get pinned. No. Like she's got an uh, she's got a legit grievance there to be very yeah. angry at Paige. Like she could go, I could have beaten Becky if it was just one on one. I took it as being like a suck up though. I took it more as that sort of like she was trying to sort of ass kiss her way to getting okay. another shot. And then obviously Paige shuts her down. You know, and says there there's you know, um and what did she say? She said, um, you look like you've lost ten pounds. Yeah. Of gold from around your waist. Oh snap. But then Carmella says, don't title shame me, which I thought was, (laughs) that's actually quite a good line. That is a good line. Uh, But it's Carmella versus Charlotte next week, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she is getting that rematch. Yes. Uh, And then then she will probably get involved. Someone else got involved in the promo. Our truth came out, still looking for that match against Carmella. Because that's how you get a a shot at the US title around here. You got to ping Carmella. It was great comedy. It was good. And yeah. then when Carmella wa- walks off, you hear her go, put me down, R-Truth. And he goes, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so good. R-Truth is, is really good. He, yeah, he he's, should. Um, he's fun. I can't believe I'm saying this in 2018, but I wish he was more of a featured performer on SmackDown. Yeah. Like as a wrestler as well, he's, he's still, he still can go. Mm. Um, and then the main event was the New Day beating oh, the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, they come out. With Big E, but Big E's like, I will let you fight because I am injured. Which I guess is a good way because it's a no DQ match. Mm. So you kind of want a reason why the baby faces wouldn't just... Have a th- yeah, yeah, like have three people on it. Three like. people. Um, and get brawling right away over the commentary desk. New Day get a ladder, but Harper and Rowan take them out. They start chucking in the chairs. Uh, Kofi does this tornado DDT on Harper onto a chair... Uh, just it's chaos outside, and all the while I'm thinking, Rowan's injured. He kept like I was I was looking at him and being like, which arm is it? As well, yeah. like because he he was sort of favouring one to take hits on for a while, and then 
there's a bit where he puts himself through the barricade and it's the other one and then there's a bit where he runs into the post and it's the other one and I was like I mean you could tell there was he was being safer than usual in yeah. certain moves so like when he was doing like the charges and the splashes he was going slower than normal they normally wing him directly yeah, yeah. and same as when like they normally do the whip the Irish whip and uh, Harper wasn't Irish whipping Rowan he just pushed him and then mm. Rowan ran on his own he was like okay and he's like <laughs> the slap me bit and he was like slap me again slapped him three times and he was just pushed him in the direction yeah and I thought Harper did a lot more of like he wrestled 75% yes, of yeah, the match definitely. for the Bludgeon yeah. Brothers uh, but that's like taking nothing away from Rowan. He's, you know, all reports say he's got a torn bicep. Yes, and yeah. to go out there and and have a no DQ match just to pass over the title. Well, was he like, did some absolute, yeah, and like put, putting putting himself through the barricade and stuff. Like, there's no way you would do that. Yeah, if you yeah, a torn yeah. Bi- if you're a normal person, <laughs> torn bicep. Uh, there's another great Corey Graves line in this when he says, um, "Putting the Bludgeon Brothers in a no DQ match is like giving King Kong a chainsaw." Or giving Godzilla a machine gun. Yeah, it's just un- it's unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, I guess that they build it up because the Bludgeon Brothers got DQ'd at SummerSlam. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, it does make storyline sense. Although that is a good Corey line. So that probably will write Rowan out for a bit. That spot. I don't know how much attention they'll draw to that that like moment mm. because you kind of want to build the Bludgeon Brothers as this team that don't get injured. They're, yes, too, yeah. they're too big for that. But Harper's in the ring. Uh, it depends on what they're going to do with Harper now, though, I guess, is the thing. Because mm. it's like if it's a torn bicep, as, as is being reported at the moment, it, it could be six months. So they're not just going to put Harper on ice for six oh. months, after he's after, especially after he's been injured for so long recently yeah, yeah. as well. Like He's going to be gasping to get in the ring. I do, want, do you want to hear what I want to happen that won't happen? Go for it. Send him to Raw... Bray Wyatt is also doing nothing at the moment after Matt Hardy's out injured too. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman needs some backup against the Shield. Oh, no, I'd love to see that. Recapture that magic of the Wyatt family against the Shield from 2013. If anything, Braun Strowman is a much better wrestler than Eric Rowan was back in 2013. Mm. Arguably, he's surpassed Rowan now as well. I thought that, that could be... I, they won't do it. Well, there's hints. There, there, I saw hints earlier... I, couldn't tell you where from i was just looking around but it was uh there were hints earlier that bray wyatt is billed to be teaming with braun at some point mm. coming up well bray retweeted yeah bray retweeted his own tweet from around 2013 which was saying you know watch out the shield the wyatt family are coming for you so just i hope so i hope so because like yeah i i miss the days of bray being like sort of being billed as going to be a top guy and obviously they, quality, and obviously yeah. they they have messed it up at every turn mm-hmm. since then and then um so i would love to ha- give him a proper go at things like i loved it when he won the smackdown championship um, for a month for a month like yeah. but like i genuinely popped when that happened i was oh, like yeah. oh my god finally and then yes. yeah and then yeah, yeah. you know then the autumn feud was useless and all that stuff but I just he's he's a believable top guy especially if mm. they book the right people around him as the cult because that's you know him protected behind the cult's brilliant and then the idea can be that the further you get through the cult you then yeah. get to him and he's like the final boss and he's really good like totally totally 
Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, you don't overexpose him because he doesn't wrestle all the time, kind of like what they used to yeah. do with Eric Young. Like the guy at the end of Streets of Rage where he gets out of the wheelchair and he's got a machine gun and stuff, and you're like, oh, he's really good, he's, he's mental. Uh, so there's, there's other spots we haven't talked about in this. There was one where two chairs are set up by the Bludgeon Brothers, a ladder's put across them, and Kofi Kingston is slammed right on... But by both budget. So they were going for they were going for Xavier Woods, weren't they? So they had Xavier and they're about to do the crucifix bomb. Kofi jumps off the top, but he's caught, and then he takes the bomb. Sort of sacrifices himself. Uh, I usually in those bits you'd expect the ladder to break, so it must have sucked even worse for Kofi to take that. Yeah, he just rolled off, didn't he? Uh, But in the end, Harper was knocked down and he was put on this table that was set up earlier. Kofi's holding him down and Xavier Woods really far up, up, down, down elbow for the win. Five-time tag team champions. And five great. Time, five time, five. It, was a, it was a really good match. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was, it would have been almost imperceptible that Rowan was injured had you not known going mm. into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, what like, what a guy for doing that and uh Doing it that way, especially to sort of give the mm. give the talk to the new day and letting them go over, really, really well. Yeah, Definitely. it was great. It was so good. Uh, yeah, and it was just the cap of a very enjoyable episode of of SmackDown. That of course there were those problems, but actually, even when you watch those segments with the Brian stuff and the Becky Lynch stuff, it was still really fun to watch. Yeah. It was just I disagree with the booking direction. So overall, I gave this a very solid four out of five. Yeah. I agree. Agree? I agree entirely. Well, that's all we've got time for today. Please click the videos that have just appeared on our laps to catch up with the latest WrestleTalk videos and press this button here, which will make you a WrestleTalk pledge hammer on Patreon where you can get access to loads of exclusive podcasts and, hey, maybe even get a shout-out on the show. I'm Ollie Davis. This has been El Fagador, and that was Rambling. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.